This. This is, this is Diversified, Diversified Game. Game. A podcast giving entrepreneurial advice from a diverse and inclusive perspective with Kelly. He may agree, he may oppose, and it's more than just race, it's about, you know, ideas. So, let the game begin. Hey, it's Kellen, and today on Diversified Game, I'm speaking extra loud because we're outside, and I want to make sure you guys hear me, but I have she who has just interlocked this beautiful hair that many of you have copied my style, like I'm the first one to interlock, right? But she's going to give us the game on what had her, you know, started in entrepreneurship and all those good things, so she, welcome to the show, how you doing? Thanks for having me. I'm great. I'm doing pretty well today. Awesome. Well, I have you in the hot sun um, with, you know, the the fan going, but I I just wanted to get your story on how did you start your business? Because a lot of people with COVID have lost jobs and a lot of folks have like, I could do hair or I I could have a brand, but they don't know how to start. So I want to show them how people like yourself started, sustained and are succeeding in business. Okay, well, I mean, so do you want to start from COVID time or from well, no, the let's start from the beginning. Yeah, <laughs> how how when you, before COVID you were putting in work. Okay, so um, honestly, I am a first generation American daughter of Jamaican parents and immigrants who migrated here, and um, so like most of us, we were told that. Uh, we're supposed to be doctors, lawyers, teachers, something like that. But um, I've always had this thing for hair. I used to get in trouble as a kid because I would take my hair out and redo it. Or I did every doll's hair that I could put my hands on, little horsey, braid their tails. I was always had this passion for hair. Um, and so... I didn't go to cosmetology. You know, in high school, they have the little trade schools you can go to. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to do the cosmetology one, but um, I didn't see the point if I wasn't going to be able to have to work as a hairdresser and my parents be proud of me. So I did early childhood education, and that's what I started my college degree in. But I hated college. I really, truly hated college. And... Um, So, I got married at a young age, and that was not the best relationship in the world. And so, when it came time to, like, self-evaluate, and I realized I needed to get out of this relationship to show my daughter that, you know, you don't have to be under the control of a man to be successful. Um, I didn't have anything but a high school diploma and a Mm two-year-old. So, I had started working overseas we were living overseas at the time and I had started doing some hair and I was making great money because I was actually really good at it but I wasn't licensed Mm. and so I got shut down and um it put something in my head where I was just like let me look into what this could be so I looked into it and it was a year of school I could work while I was in school build my clientele and so I had this little master plan to go back to come back to the states do my get my my cosmetology license and build my business so that god forbid my marriage didn't work out i wouldn't be um on my butt with nothing Mm -hmm. and so that was 
about 10 years ago. Uh, we're in May. So yeah, about 10 years ago, I moved back to the States, went to school and started working in the field. And that's what I've been doing. Had a little bit of a setback and went back into the corporate world. I was there for about 16 months and my family did an intervention and was just like, yeah, go back to doing hair. You are a miserable human being because I, was, I wasn't passionate about being in the corporate world. Mm-hmm. At that point, what it took for me to rebuild my business, um, it was working at corporate from 10 p.m. to 6.30 a.m. and getting off, taking my kids to school going and parking in the parking lot at the salon, taking a cat nap, and then working from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m., go get my kid, do homework, take a cat nap again, and do it again. Wow, yeah. Six days a week. That's what it took for me to be able to eventually leave corporate. I had to do that for about six, seven months to rebuild my clientele to be able to live on my own. Somebody's hearing that and they're saying, see, I told you it was a lot of work to be an entrepreneur. Do you feel like it paid off? It did only because I loved what I was doing. Mm -hmm. If I chose to be an entrepreneur, or you have to know your why. Mm -hmm. You have to know what it is. And for me, sometimes why isn't enough. I actually have to like what I'm doing. If I don't like what I'm doing, I am really crappy at it. I won't do a good job. I, I could be good at it, but if I don't like it, mm-hmm. then I won't, um, I won't excel. I can sell any, I can sell the, a, a bird its own nest, yeah. but I'm not, I don't like sales. Yeah. However, I could sit down with anybody and tell them about their hair and the next thing they're in my chair mm-hmm. because I love what I do, so I don't feel like I'm selling it to them. Yeah. So yeah, it is a lot of work. I'm not gonna sit here and lie. It's a lot of work, it's a lot of sleepless nights, sleepless days and but it pays off mm. if you really truly love what you're doing okay now it, it paying off and you were talking about you know in so that's case, pre-covid that's pre-covid <laughs> and you're saying in case you know my my marriage um which it didn't work out didn't work out you were preparing yourself but i want people to be clear you could have done this with even in a marriage i mean oh, yeah. you know you're, you're in a relationship now and so, do you find that men, especially for those of you who are high-value men, you know, yeah. whatever, whatever that yeah, means. Whatever that is. <laughs> um, you know, do you find that men get intimidated by a woman boss? Uh, you know, or a lady boss as some women. And entrepreneur is what I mean by that. Yeah, because we don't see a lot of... Um, unfortunately, we take a lot of, a lot of our perceptions from what we see on TV mm-hmm. and what we see in like society, what, what media shows us. And so you don't see a lot of confident lady bosses, if that's what we're calling them, who are standing on their own, but are still level-headed, they're still nice, they're still sweet, you know, but they still know what they want. A lot of times we have this princess mentality where we have to be rescued. Like, in order for a woman to have a man, they have to come in and rescue us. Mm-hmm. And so when a woman, generally speaking, we've been through hell and back, and we get our crap together, and we're standing on our own, and we say to a man, I say to any man that I date or have tried to date, I don't need you, mm-hmm. but I want you. Mm-hmm. They don't get that because they're accustomed to being needed. And if they're not needed and if 
their high value isn't what I'm looking for or I'm going after their finances pretty much, then they don't they feel emasculated for whatever reason. So I smiled, and, and for those of you listening, majority of my folks are listeners, but we're always videoing just to make sure, you know, when the algorithm changes. But when I, I smile, when you said the need to be rescued, it brought me back. We have an inside joke here at the house about a Cosby episode, mm-hmm. and he, you know, uh, Dr. Huxtable was going to the women's meeting and he was like he was doing good until he said I think a woman had a need to be rescued and my wife can't stand that we always laugh (laughs) and now even on Queen Sugar the words that you've said for those of you who've been watching Queen Sugar you know there's a character in there who said the same thing and it's like the guy blue collar guy Mm -hmm. what do you mean you don't need me you know and I don't want your last name either is what she had told him so can you talk about you know, the difference. For those who say, what do you mean you want me, you don't need me? Okay, so if you look at your needs, what what you have in life, the things that you need, you need a house, so it's a roof over your head. You need food to survive, because if not, you'll starve to death. Um, You need to pay your bills, or your house is gonna be cold, empty, stinking, (laughs) dark, whatever the case is. Those are needs. You need these things to survive. Um... However, you don't need a sofa in your house. Mm-hmm. You can sit on the floor. Yeah. You can't. You don't need a bed in your house. You can sleep on the floor. Yeah. It makes it more comfortable and more aesthetically pleasing to have a sofa and a couch. We sat up out here and everything. We could have been sitting on the floor. Yeah. We didn't have to have nice, comfortable chairs. But... The, the, and so for a man, in the sense, for a woman who has established herself, whether it is through her own business or her career, a lot of times men believe that their pockets, their money is what makes them of value. Mm-hmm. And so when they come with their pockets, if I have my own business and if I'm paying my own bills, I don't need you. My needs are taken care of. Mm-hmm. I now want you. I want you to be aesthetically pleasing in my life. I want that come I would like a man there to hold me at night, to talk to, to share things with, um, to continue to build business together. Um, but I don't need you because if I needed a man, that meant I couldn't pay my own bills by myself. Mm-hmm. If I need your money, I don't have it for myself to sustain myself. So and I think a lot of the times the reason why and this is a whole nother conversation why relationships aren't gonna work is because an individual in and of themselves are not a complete person. They're not 100% whole. And so they're looking for someone. They actually, you need to be 100% to be able to really function. And if I'm getting my percentage off of you, then I need you to Mm -hmm. survive. If you walk away, then I'm crumbled. My marriage that I was in, I needed my husband. Mm -hmm. I had nothing. Mm -hmm. So I had to change that narrative to make sure that, and because he knew I needed him, he treated me like crap. Stop there, because I, I want especially men to hear this. If a woman does need you, you too, when someone's needy, it's a burden. It is a burden. It, it, it's a burden. And and so, and, and some of y'all get on a power trip 
to say, okay, this person needs me, like your kids need you, mm -hmm. and you can get on a power trip, but you shouldn't even treat your kids like that, so you should definitely not treat your spouse mm -hmm. where, well, it's my money and this and that. Like, there's other ways of getting a point across to show why we're not gonna do this or why I don't wanna do this, because mm -hmm. you as a grown person, even you as a child, you have the freedom, really, to run out the, the door if you right. want. But the fact that I want you to be here. Right. So, I, you know, I, I, I dig that. But I, I want to go even deeper into the business because people say, dang, all this relationship advice. <laughs> I was waiting for 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock at second. night. But let me let me uh, say this really quickly because uh -huh. I know, like, the stay-at-home moms and things like that, that is still okay. That, mm -hmm. that is still okay. It is okay to be in a relationship where you need the other person. But there has to be a balance there, too. Mm -hmm. And if the balance is there and the understanding is there, then that is okay. So I don't want the stay-at-home moms and the ones who don't have careers to feel as if I'm bashing them. That's not the case. That's not the topic at hand. We were just talking about where I was at. Yeah. So and that's my disclaimer. Yeah. <laughs> and it's all good because now everything has shifted. What we used to think was wrong is right. Right. And so you now have even stay-at-home fathers and you know they don't mm -hmm. have a business and so I, i've known guys who say i'm on allowance with my right. wife and i get x amount of dollars and they're okay now they usually don't look like you or me uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you know they're they're good people and everyone gets to live their life because some people were born with money right and some people you don't know someone's situation but when it comes to your situation in business how difficult was it for you to start budgeting out? Like, I'm going to need this much supply. Maybe you have a virtual assistant or something. Working at my... I'm going to scoot you over here. My, so the people will say, those those few who do watch, okay. say, I can't see y'all. The, 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 <laughs> the sun moves. The, the sun is moving on us. So you guys just have to get the game and, and respect it and get the knowledge more than the visual. Um, with, you know... This is all kind of still being brand new with the travel and where do you see it going? Do you see yourself having like a mobile van and people can see you from a mile down the road and you know, your face is on the side? I, if I was to be honest, I feel limitless. Is that word limitless in where this could go? Mm -hmm. um, I have been doing hair for 10 years. So there is a part of me that is worn out a little with the actual, you have a, yeah. Um, we don't want you looking like um, yeah. pants. Yeah, they, they, they love <laughs> we, we don't want you to be pants with the flies. <laughs> so the whole no, I, think, I think it was a bee. It was, <laughs> yeah, I think it was a bee. I, you know, they thought I was, uh, you know, the, the honeycomb. But no, um, I, I feel limitless in it. Um, I am in a, a mobile van is something that I've seen. It's, it's a possibility. I don't have, if I'm perfectly honest, I don't necessarily have a clear vision of where I'm going to go right now. If I am staying behind the chair, it's probably going to be a um, moving into like a suite or a stand, you know, storefront um, salon and probably having someone work with me and teaching them how to do things my way. Mm -hmm. um, I've, what I've heard from a lot of clients is that the difference between myself and other people is the friendliness, the the knowledge, of course, that I have, but the fact that I'm willing to share. Yeah. You know, some people think that they have a, a monopoly on something and they don't want to share the knowledge. But I like sharing. I like talking. I like my clients to know 
what's going to be great for them. Mm -hmm. And that helps me with my business. And honestly, I haven't done much marketing. Um, most of my business is word of mouth. And mm -hmm. um, I have a couple of stuff on Instagram. But I, quite frankly, I, I despise the marketing part. I hope to be able to hire someone to, to, <laughs> to do that part yeah. for me. Because it's, it's annoying to go sit down and post and hashtag and all that other crap. But... Well, well, we definitely, I, I'll tell you off air, there, there's solutions for that. It's mm -hmm. all about, you know, the budgeting. And right. for a lot of businesses, they treat like they have no budget. They just work, work, whether they're making 1000 or if they're making 10000 a month or $50,000 a month. It's like, where is every dollar going to make your life easier mm -hmm. so you can expand? So, yeah. Right you, now, my, my home budget and salon budget are mostly shared mm -hmm. because it is in the home. Mm -hmm. So, I can I can put more into, like, product or travel and things like that because rent's going to be rent regardless yeah. of whether I'm at work or home. It's the same rent. Um, yes, it, electricity and things like that fluctuate and are a little bit higher than normal. Mm -hmm. But um, I do get to save working from save some working from my home and try to put towards what I may want to do in the future, you know, mm -hmm. being able to save that way or products and different things like that. So there's a lot of like, um, because I guess I'm still pretty new, mm -hmm. would be considered new here and with what I'm doing right now because this was birthed pretty much last year this time. Do you use um, Excel or something like that so when you're doing your bills, you see how much you can credit since you have a home-based business. So your rent really isn't your rent. Or your bill, your electricity bill really isn't that because you're able to I have a good accountant. Mm -hmm. I have a good accountant. I don't, I don't do it. I'm okay. sure she does, but I don't do it. Okay, okay. Well, you always know what a good accountant is doing. Ask yeah, Fat no, Joe. No, she, no, 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 no. Yeah. I have a good accountant. Okay. I say I have a good accountant. Yeah. I have a good accountant. She does nothing without showing me okay. and explaining it to me. But I don't understand you, all of it okay, all the time. Okay. But I see what she's doing. Okay. But yeah, no, I don't try. Uh, if I didn't have that, then yeah, I would be learning all of that stuff for myself. But like again, if the passion isn't there, I do a crappy job. So yeah. I give it to someone else who's quite passionate <laughs> about it. No, I, I love it. I love it. And for those entrepreneurs, what I mean is, if your electricity bill is sixty dollars. Mm -hmm. You know, there's, a percent, of there's a percent that you get to claim, yeah. and you need that because at the end of the year, when the government's saying how much you owe and what you oh, need, yeah. you need to make sure that's calculated. And say, nope, boom. Yeah, I, you know, I, I got, I got you, I got you. In my ten years, I well, I don't know if I should say that out loud, but me and Uncle Sam are good. <laughs> yeah, be careful what you say about him, cause me and Uncle Sam are good. <laughs> yeah, cause if not, if he if you're doing too well, he'll come see you. Right. If you didn't give enough, he'll come see you. We're good. We're good. We have a great relationship at this point. He gets what he gets. I get what I get. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, now with you know the success that you're gonna have, because the best is yet to come. Right. What is a community give back that you are doing or that you want to do in the future? Oh, wow. So that's like my next passion, mm. on the other hand. So community give back um, was one that I was planning, and then I had um, I lost my dad, and it kind of just it, it pushed everything back. But I had a, 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 a mommy makeover giveaway, mm -hmm. which is something that I actually want to do um, yearly, um, where I'm a single mom, too, um, and we lose ourselves. 
sometimes in our children, in our business, whatever it is, and um, whatever the case may be, I actually wanted to give away, um, every year I'll pick a number of, um, and of mothers that I want to give them a whole new look, their, you know, whatever it is that they want, hair done, nails, I have a great network of black nail techs, massage therapists, makeup artists, and I give them a whole great spa day. Um, so that's one of the things that I want to do. I also would like to um, at some point figure out a way to be um, with back to schools, like for kids, hairstyles for them, even with our teachers and our, one of the things that I really love and I was able to really do throughout COVID is um, sometimes bless a couple of my clients who were um, frontline workers um, out there, essential workers where, whether it was a discount of sorts, a freestyle, something um, to say thank you for what you're doing. Mm -hmm. But definitely being out there in that community to be able to kind of give back to mothers because sometimes we are very underappreciated and I have a soft spot for that. Mm -hmm. um, so that's where my community give back. I would like to really be there with mothers and children. Man, well, you guys have saw how it started with a borrowed comb, if need be, <laughs> which I, I love that. That should be like a shirt. Like, right, I borrowed a comb. Borrowed comb and then have- Had a business. Yeah, then have, you know, money. But I, I don't want to give you all a game overload, but I wanted to give you the game to show how you can have a business. It can just be you or you can add on, as you heard, the accountant and then add on the social media. Rome wasn't built in a day, nor was it built by one person. For and I just want people to, you know, share the game, like the game, you guys, inspire somebody. So I thank you, Shoot. You're welcome. I'll say one of the things as well is that you start your business, know that it takes money to make money. And so a lot of the times, I think the first time that I was looking at my bank account and saw a substantial four-figure number because they, you're even talking about you're coming from nothing. Nothing is literally nothing, mm -hmm. you know. Um, so I saw this four-figure four number on a consistent basis in my bank account. Well, initially, you, you're tempted to want to go and buy shoes or a dress or you know yeah. invest in invest in yourself and look amazing. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't treat ourselves. We work hard for the money. You know, but sometimes that concept of work hard, play hard, uh, if, if you haven't put in all the work, it's not just making the money that's the work. So get the accountant, get a, if you're not good at marketing, get a marketing um, person mm -hmm. on your team, an assistant, virtual assistant to run things or whatever the case may be. Invest in yourself and realize the same value that you put on yourself. Um, expect to get that same value from someone else so when your um, marketing person tells you that this is gonna be a $1,500 campaign mm -hmm. don't be like what why I can do it for myself <laughs> you could do it yourself you would have done it yourself like understand the same value that you're putting out there put it into other people so that you can have your best and, and succeed and it, it's hard sometimes, especially when you don't have it, it's hard to release it to someone else. But I promise you it comes back tenfold. 
Amen. I'll always, especially if you did your due diligence on right. that person, because marketing and PR folks, the reason why, you know, folks say, but I don't even charge that. You don't charge that for one person, right. but you make it. And it's all about hours. You're paying for mm -hmm. time. You're paying for knowledge. You're paying for know-how. If you guys want to get some more game, I am going to make sure I have her links in the description box. No matter where you are listening and are watching, you have been blessed by the game. Make sure to check out that course on how to travel to Africa. It'll save you some money for all your travels. Thanks for getting in the game and listening to the Diversified Game Podcast with Kellen, the number one show pairing entrepreneurship with diverse and inclusive perspectives like wine and cheese, bagel and locks, fish and grits. Be sure to visit diversifiedgame.com for all the good stuff. Join in the conversation and discover more content.